Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We are into the 10 o'clock hour. Your Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929TheGame.com. Got Sam Crenshaw, got Chris Parker, got Day Day Lewis, other side of the glass. Got Eric Slaughter out in Paulding County. I'll be checking with him uh, sometime during this hour as some games are going final. This is the scoreboard show. So glad you're joining us. Right now, if your game is over, maybe you're in your car, or maybe you've just been at home and you've been listening all evening. I don't know if you're on the radio, if you're on your device, on your tablet, on your, your iPhone. Whatever else you may be listening to us on, accessing us, we're glad that you're with us. Odyssey on the Odyssey app, you can download and listen to us anywhere on Friday night. Especially if you're in other states and you want to check in on how high school football is here in Georgia, hopefully we can be your source. You know, just tune in and check in with us every Friday night. We bring you the very best of high school football and all the information around the area. The Westlake game is now in the fourth quarter. Westlake is leading Cedar Grove. This has just gone back and forth, Chris. Uh, 40 to 34, we see Westlake with the lead right now. Yeah, what you'll see is Westlake being the bigger school. You know, these are two of the best teams in the state. One's number one team in 3A in Cedar Grove and one of the top five or six teams in 7A in Westlake. But that 7A just has so much more depth, so many more players that can go into the game. And you kind of see the Westlake offensive-defensive line establish themselves a little bit here. Right now they're up 40 to 34, Westlake with the ball. So a chance to go up two scores here. They're on the 28-yard line. Um, and as I speak, they, well, do an incompletion. I uh, thought I was going to have something there, Sam. Yeah, I thought but, was, you <laughs> know, hey, but see, that's that's the difference between, between you and Day-Day's at the game. Because if it's Day-Day's at the game, something's going to break loose while he's, while he's talking to it. I mean, how many times do we get that, man? He's on, and while he's talking, all of a sudden somebody breaks out and runs for something long. Yeah, he knows when to hit it. You know, he's got that <laughs> timing down. And um, – I would have missed it because I'd have been at Westlake at the uh, concession, at the concession stand, stand looking for the fish sandwich. sandwich. For the fish sandwich, you got the fish sandwich, man. And, uh, yeah, I would have missed that opportunity. But that hey, you know what? I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give you a secret. Uh-oh. I'm gonna give you a secret on the on the fish sandwich. Go to a track meet. They got them at the track meet. They got them at the track fish meet. Sandwich Whoa, at the track man. meet. And the line's not as long. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as long. <laughs> go, go catch, a, catch a Westlake. You know, they Westlake typically host about two or three invitationals during the track right, season. Right, they do. Go catch one. Now, the first one, the first one early in the season, they might not have it, but one of them by the time the second, third one rolls around, 
fish sandwiches. So what we learned today is the fish sandwich is universal at Westlake yeah. Athletics. <laughs> That's not a Westlake football. Yeah. Westlake Athletics. If they played anything. The fish cooker goes to That's work. okay. That's okay. That's hard. I'm going to hold you to that, Daddy, if I drive all the way down there for track meet and I don't have a fish sandwich now. <laughs> <laughs> we got some games that are getting late. Let me see. Temple is up at the end of three. Temple is up 14 on Chatuga. It's uh, up 36-14 on Chatuga. Gone final now. Uh, the top of the perimeter, the battle for the Golden Spike in DeKalb County. It's Dunwoody 39, Shambly 7. Mm. Uh, the final on that one. That one is going. That's a final. big win for Dunwoody. It is a very big win for Dunwoody to win that game. So they got that win tonight. We mentioned earlier Monroe area was a winner over Eagles Landing, 50 to 12. The final is that uh, as that game is over. Harrison defeats Paulding County tonight to move to three and 35 to seven. Harrison over Paulding County. Congrats to Harrison. Mill Creek goes final over Archer, 42 to seven. Mill Creek over Archer. Mill Creek goes to three and Yep, yep. Um, let's see here. We get what's the end of third quarter? Should be in the fourth quarter now. Whitewater twenty-seven nothing on, on Griffin. That's the final with North Hall. That was the final now, forty to seven over Dawson County. Um, that that's uh, the final score in that game. How about West Forsyth? Seventeen to fourteen winners over North Forsyth. Big rivalry. Yep. You know, my yep. brother would be all over that when he loves. You know, he's at West Forsyth. He, he gives me a hard time when I we give them a hard time when they lose. So I'm gonna give him a little. Um, little publicity here. West Forsyth with the win today, 17-14 over North Forsyth. Yeah, Kamari Farmer with the touchdown here and for Carrollton. Their lead is extended to 19-0 over Rome as they play that game in the third quarter now. How about Peachtree Ridge, Sam? 3-0. Yeah. 40-14 winners tonight over Loganville. Uh, nice start to the season for Peachtree Ridge. Very nice start to the season for them. A great start for them. Um, what other one do we have here? One more last start that I wanted to make sure and get out. Yeah. Still got the one down in South Georgia. That one's still going to Cairo and Thomasville. Cairo's up 10-3 um, in that one. And those are all I'm really seeing other finals right now. I was I see right now, um, well, that was still Lee County's up 42-6 on Lithia Springs. Yeah, South and South, we can go all the way down to South Georgia, get a final. South Effingham, 35 to nothing winner over Islands High School. In town here, how about this one? Jefferson, 42 St. Pius, nothing. That's at Pius right yep, here in town. Yep. Uh, 42 to nothing. Whoa. 42 to zero. Wow. Jefferson over Pius. I think it tells you two things. Pius is building still a little younger this year. That doesn't happen often to them at home. But Jefferson is good. for real good. Yeah. Yep, yep. You want to watch for them this season. Got a fourth quarter score. Morgan County uh, leading Jasper County. That's a, let me see, 35 nothing in that one. Watch that one. Also, uh, farther down south, Swainsboro, that's a really good football team. 32 nothing over Jeff Davis. That's a fourth-quarter score. Went final at Sequoia, Sam. Sequoia with the win, 14-10 to 10 over Cedartown. That's big. Big win for Sequoia tonight, 14-10 to 10 over Cedartown. Congrats to them. Cartersville defeats Alatoona, 37 to nothing. Alatoona starting 0-3. You know, they got a new coach. Mm-hmm. They're playing a lot of young guys. Brad Smith, a good guy, good coach down there, but they're, they're just they're still having to rebuild, kind of like in the vein we talked about McEachern. 37 to nothing tonight, Cartersville. Over Alatuna. Wow, that one. That one. Uh, Locust Grove is uh, and playing MLK. That one's in, in the fourth quarter. Uh, ML King is winning that one, 18-16. That's a fourth quarter score. We'll keep an eye uh, on that one. Maris is beating Savannah Christian, 21-7. That's a final score uh, in that one. Maris beat Savannah Christian. Yep. Yeah. 
that was a game with a lot of prospects in it. You know, we talked to Jeff Sintel last week, and I think he was going to be at that one. Yeah, he um, was at that one tonight. He was going to try to check in with us, but because uh, he had there was again, like you said, there was several. This is uh, a big time. He said se- a, several Georgia kids yeah. that he was looking. That, he was uh, talking the, about some third and fourth graders, I yeah. think, from Savannah Christian. Whatever, <laughs> some young guys. <laughs> now, if I'm not mistaken, Savannah Christian's old coach is now Whitfield's head coach, correct? Their uh, defense coordinator. Yeah. Not the head coach. I mean, yeah, the old one of the defensive coordinator. Yeah. yeah, Coach Walsh. Yeah. Yes. How'd they do tonight? Whitfield, I don't know. Did we see them? Okay. But I know, yeah, he's over there at Whitfield now doing that. How about – let me tell you a team to keep an eye on, Sam, from right. a statewide look here. Stevens County. Okay. They're winning 32-7 to over Flyer Branch. Wow. Flyer Branch got a good team. Yeah. Both teams were 2-0 and coming in. Stevens County, 32-7 to over Flyer Branch. Uh, Stevens County's going – they're going to be really good. You know, watch for them this season. I just got something in here. Uh, my goodness, that, that Arabia Mountain, the 27-20, that's the final score now. Arabia Mountain has beaten Stevenson. That's Stevenson. How about that? First loss of the season. Arabia Mountain. Yeah. Shout out Jada Bramlett uh, that texted that over to me. So, we appreciate you for getting that to us tonight. Yeah. No Jada's granddad. How about that? There we go. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, Richmond Hill over Jenkins tonight, 28-7. Richmond Hill in probably one of the toughest regions in the state, but they got a really good football team. Excited to follow them this year. Um, let's see. Final, Harris County, 28-7 over Shaw. Okay. Harris County moves to 2-1 and one on the season. And Dalton stays undefeated with a 50-14 win over Sonoraville. Bam, I'm seeing a final score here. If this is a final, that will be big. Johnson Gainesville, 20 to 19. They're winners over East Hall tonight. We better double check that. Is that right? <laughs> I don't why, mean that ugly. I'm just making sure. That? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm saying we're just having to. It, did Johnson win today, Dave? Do a little homework on I that and make you. sure. Okay. And real quick. Because if they did, I'm going to go off and then I'm going to say you guys are going to play it later <laughs> how dumb I was because it wasn't accurate. So I've got to control my emotions okay. All right. All until right. I get some confirmation okay. now. Okay, okay. All right, all right. <laughs> that's a big win. That's what that's, I mean. Like, really, that would be win. a huge win for that program really and those kids. And I really would, I, you know, I'm, I'm you know. I'm, and, and, and they're basically doing what we talked about earlier. They're one of the 13 schools yeah. in this state that are playing a non-region schedule. And, but see, uh, East Hall is in their county. That's yeah, a rival I game. Oh, I mean, absolutely. that's a, that'd be a huge win it, for them. According to what I'm finding, it one point win, 2019 Johnson. That Congratulations, big. That Steve. Yeah. great big. job. I know the coach up there. Too. Yeah, he Coach Harold, great guy. Yeah, great guy. And, um, from just, it, from from Atlanta, uh, a Mays High School grad. Uh, great story. I, I I wrote something up on several years ago when he was at Hepsiver, uh, down down outside Augusta, and they were beating people left and right down there. I said, man, Hepsiver was winning football games. And uh, just a move to get it back closer uh, to the area. Took on a really tough challenge with the with the, the team up in Gainesville and Johnson. But he's gone up there and he's got them working. And, you know, this is a big win for him. You know, we said really helped him. And and we, we got, you know, he's won over 400 games. And I'm sure he's helped a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Is Coach Chadwick. Yeah. And he, he said that, you know, when he was looking to become a coach, he just wrote letters, just wrote a note to, to a number of different coaches. And, he was one of the coaches that hit him back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, ironically, <laughs> the last game he played at Mays High School, they lost to Marist. Mm-hmm. So but so so here's, <laughs> so here's the man that ended his high school playing career. But he said, come on up. And and immediately he invited him up to Marist School, spent time with him, all of his coaching staff, and uh who was was so gracious. And I'm sure, you know, Coach Jack was probably done this for for scores of people. Yeah, down, 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 down through the years, and everybody doesn't. By yeah. the way, yeah, Coach Chadwick is um, very inviting, very accommodating, 
But you know them long playoff losses that I took? One mm-hmm. of them was to Maris too, Day Day. Did y'all just look this up before the show? Uh, Coach Chadwick got me. Listen, we were beating them in the fourth quarter. Really? We sure were. I oh thought we were about to do something, but we didn't. Uh, but, no, but Coach Chadwick did he, – He's that doesn't surprise me in the least. Yep. I did not know that story. Yeah. doesn't surprise me in the least. He's been – um. Always been very accommodating. Yep, and uh, that's what co- makes coaching weird, Sam. It makes yeah. it a great. It's a great fraternity in that you don't see Coke and Pepsi sharing ideas, but you will see Marist and Pius, and uh, we go call them and ask them, and they'll help you in the off season and show you what they're doing at practice and tell you how they played this defense and this. It's a weird thing, yeah. and then in the game we try to kill each other. Yeah, you know? that's no different and they don't, thing. But now. I mean, the Friday rest of the time, come on. you kind of do share secrets and you do things that it is. It is different. It really is than yeah. than most businesses. I think he compete. he's underselling it. I mean, Sam, you you you've seen it way longer than I have. You guys have a very uh that's one of the things I love about covering um high school sports is the the coaching community. You guys are a lot closer mm-hmm. uh than many people than probably people realize, would think yeah. and realize. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like uh it, it it's amazing to see like the relationships and I love the coaching trees. I, I love that yeah. kind of stuff, you right, know. Right, so uh, right. he, he's underselling it, man. You guys are – you're a family. Well, you and really that's why are. it really is really exciting are. when you see Coach Harold get a win because, you know, how they work the same hard either way. Mm-hmm. All these guys work the same hard this week, mm-hmm. that some won and some lost. But people are going to judge them, you know, based on winning. So you do want to see some of the guys that are at places that are tough to win every now and then get a win. And so – I don't want to undersell that, man. That's, that's a good win for them. And I know I shut something down with that, but it, that was it. That was important. You know, it really was. Stars Mill wins tonight 28-7 to over Luella. Central hey, Carol. I'll be down there tomorrow. You going to Stars yeah. Mill tomorrow? Yep, cross country. Okay. All got right, a, Got an early hike. Yeah, you yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you have that one, dude. Uh, <laughs> Central Carroll's up 42-7, to winner over Hampton. Central Carroll 3-0. and Good start for Coach Umber Brown, new coach down there. Very good start for him. Got some final scores here. South Atlanta's a winner, 24-21 at Heard County. That's a, mm. that's a big win. That's a good win for South Atlanta. Very yeah. good win down there. Hebron and Christian wins 31-21 at Commerce, over Commerce. They were, they were playing at Hebron and Christian. So, so a big win of that. Both of those teams came into that game with records of 2-0. and How about Troop? You want to hear about Troop and Callaway? Or you well, yeah, go ahead. What you Troop, Troop County, 21, Callaway 13 final. Wow, wow. Both teams competing. Great. Both teams going to play 13, 14, 15 games. Yeah. But tonight, Troop with the bragging rights. That's a that's a rivalry game, you know. Very much. Very that's going to be a good – and it was, it was a way, so pretty good bus ride. I mean, it's a short bus ride, <laughs> but it would have been an exciting bus ride. We hope to hear from Kevin Eichelberry, who's down there working that one, and I uh, hope we get to hear from him shortly. Also, we hope we get to um, find out more from the, the battle for the Golden Spike uh, with Dunwoody getting the win tonight. So it's a, it's a – We'll um we'll mix catch up with them probably in the next few minutes. You stay with us on this Friday night. It is the high school scoreboard show here on Sports Radio 929 the game at 929thegame.com.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. show hey you know it's folks that get excited at games on friday nights that's what makes it so much fun and that's why we're here that's what we're all about the fun the excitement something we love to do in georgia and we feel like we do it better here than anywhere else and that is high school football so glad you're with us for the scoreboard show um next segment if you missed it earlier we're going to have school days i'll spend some time with rex robinson a legendary uh, player at marietta high school and university of georgia and a kicker, but he's going to have some great stories from his times, those Friday nights at Northcutt Stadium, which for those of you who've been there know what a special place it is. We continue uh, to watch the game. We're watching Cedar Grove here. Cedar Grove just scored. Cedar Grove just 40 scored 40 to again. 40. Boy, keeping up with that game. And going for the conversion to take the lead with a minute 40 left. All right. We got a guest. Someone standing by wait, waiting to, to uh, check in with us who's following things up in Forsyth County. Derek Richmond from Forsyth Sports joins us now. Derek, welcome to the scoreboard show. Hey, how's it going? The sports portal for Forsyth County News. I covered North Dakota going against South Forsyth. South Forsyth has its trouble moving the ball so far in this season, but this Friday Night Lights was bad. North Dakota fumbled on their first offensive series, but the War Eagles were unable to capitalize with a touchdown. Instead, they got a 55-yard field goal from senior Davis Little that gave them the lead. Yet, little did South Forsyth know that was the last time they were going to get points on the board. Two red, two red zone opportunities for the War Eagles, but it landed in zero points. 
The duel of running back Tate Pitshaw and quarterback Max Wilson carried the offensive load for the North Oconee Titans. The defense, they pressured quarterback Kate Acoff and sacked him seven times to capture the 35-3 victory over the War Eagles on the road. My name is Derek Christian, the sports reporter for Forsyth County News. Fantastic, fantastic. Derek, thanks so much for, for sharing with us tonight and the update there from Forsyth County. Big win in that game. Great to have him on with us. And he is social. You want to follow him, uh, Derek. He is at Derek Rich 11 at Derek Rich 1-1. He is social. You want to keep up with that young man. North Oconee, good. Yeah. I mean, North Oconee, a 4A school, South Forsyth, the 7A school. Mm-hmm. North Oconee goes to South Forsyth, puts it on them. Yeah. We, nice actually, we actually did them in the playoffs last year, too. Yeah. Nice yeah. win. I mean, yeah, the North Oconee, real deal, man. Fantastic stuff. Fantastic stuff. Um, trying to think of some other sc- scores that have gone final. We get them in. Um, McNair beat North Clayton. North Clayton was undefeated. Wow. McNair with the win over North Clayton, 28-22. That's a good win for McNair. Really good win. Very good win for them. Um, trying to think of some other ones here. Gordon Lee, 44-16. They beat Southeast Whitfield. Uh, that game is a final. Whitewater has beaten Griffin, 34-7. That game has gone final uh, as well. Uh, Green County is a winner over Hancock Central, 43-6. My man Terrence Banks, yeah, 3-0. Coach, Coach Banks is off to a, off to a to good start this season. Buford also 3-0 with the win over North Cobb, 45-28. Um, Wheeler, 3-0, 53-6, winner over South Cobb. Wheeler, Ooh. that's my, my, the offensive coordinator at Wheeler, my man Terry Jones, TJ, Alabama guy, you know. Okay. Um, 53-6, I pulled for them too. Uh, <laughs> how about Lambert with a 31-24 win over Mountain View? Lambert over Mountain View, nice win there. Mountain View's got a good team. That's two good ball teams. Yeah, very good, very good, very good win there in that one. Um, trying to see some other ones that have gone final. You mentioned Gilman Murray. Gilman's that's over. Gilman wins that one, uh, 35-7 over Murray. Um, we got Mount Zion Carroll as a 43-6 winner over Jordan. Uh, and final in that one. Etowah moving to 3-0. and Etowah with the winner today over Forsyth Central, 49-27. Okay. More, more final scores here. Greater Atlanta Christian playing Pace Academy. GAC with the win, 17-14. Uh, final score that game. Hateville Charter, Pebble Brook, Pebble Brook gets them uh, 14-9. Pebble Brook is a winner tonight. That's a good win for Pebblebrook. Mm-hmm. Nice one. Coach Woolridge, the old South Atlantic coach up there. Uh, a team that just seems to be rolling this year in South Georgia, Thomas County Central, winning tonight 45-14 to over Bainbridge. Wow. That's a great – that's a good ball pro- – Bainbridge is a good program now, 45-14. to Last week they beat Thomasville, I think, 45-7. to mm. I mean, they're running through some of South Georgia's better programs. Uh, really going to be a team to watch as the year goes on. Yep, we're going to keep an eye on that one. Uh, we told you about Temple leading at the end of three. Final score now, Temple over Chattooga, 43-21. Uh, that's the final in that one. Way down in South Georgia, they're in the third or fourth quarter. Fourth quarter, this one, Cairo scored again. They're up 17-3 over Thomasville. How about some Georgia um, pride here? Gainesville with the win, 30-22 over Coconut Creek. Wow. Final. Well, Coconut Creek, hopefully we'll be checking in, hearing from David Friedlander. They're going on um, back to Coconut way. Creek. They're, when they're taking an L back with Now, them. that's a long bus ride. Day day. That <laughs> made me longer than them sad <laughs> bus rides I went on. <laughs> going back down. Do you recall your longest it sad one? It had to have been one? Valdosta, yeah. yeah. It had to have been Valdosta, yeah. 
I mean, it was Lowndes County that we played, but yeah, it's going right. to about Austin, Georgia. Yeah, <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's a long ride. It's a long ride from down there. Anytime, and then but they have a comeback there after after defeat. I mean, at least it's all interstate. You know. Yeah, I mean, that's true. but there was no Bucky's. nothing to see. There was, there right. was no Bucky's. There was no Bucky's to stop at. Man, Ware County is a winner over Baldwin tonight. Ware County, forty-eight to twenty, uh, the final in in that one. I got one. To, let's talk about Sprayberry. Sprayberry with the win uh, over River Ridge. That's a good win for Sprayberry. Sprayberry moves three and zero. Thirty-eight to thirty-three winners over River Ridge. Congrats to Sprayberry. Yep, it's fantastic to see that one as we continue. To, we got a minute. Uh, just a minute to go in this game now with, uh, with, with, with Cedar Grove leading Westlake 41-40. Let's check in now. Uh, let's check in with Kevin Eichelberry. Mm. He has the update from the game we talked about a lot, uh, Tim, uh, Troop against Callaway. Kevin, how you doing tonight? I am doing great. How about you guys? Appreciate all y'all do. I love the show. Well, great having you on, and you, had, you got to see a great matchup tonight. Talk about your game tonight. It was a fantastic game. First of all, the weather was great. It was nice not to be down on the sidelines, you know, sweating through my socks like <laughs> I had been the past few weeks. <laughs> but it, it felt like football tonight, and first day of September, so how awesome was that? But it was a great game, though, which I figured it would be. I mean, these are these are two really good teams, you know, Troop as a top-five team in 4A with one of the best players in the state in Tao Todd and and Callaway's always, you know, a championship contender in Double A, and they beat Cedartown last week. So, uh, so that that was really a statement win for them. So it was everything you thought it would be. It was a great defense throughout the game, uh, and really the the difference was, uh, you know, Troop. They've got some incredible playmakers, including Teo Todd, who I mentioned a second ago. He's just he's just so much fun to watch. He's a senior quarterback who. A year ago, and this stat's incredible to me, he ran for 2,000 yards and mm-hmm. he passed for 2,000 yards. First which, guy ever, seems, I believe. First guy yeah, ever. Which, yeah, I saw that stat, and I, I could not believe that, to be honest. But, but it's uh, it's really impressive. And he had a a touchdown a run tonight. He also threw, touch, threw a couple of touchdown passes, one to Ben Taylor and then one to a player named Tyrion Smith in the fourth quarter that kind of put the game away. And it was an incredible play. Tay is rolling out in the backfield, and it looks like Callaway's about to catch him, and somehow he spots his receiver in the end zone and uh, hits him for the touchdown to put him up by eight. And then they made a defensive stop to uh, to clinch the win. And then Callaway, you know, they got a pick six uh, in the first half from a, uh, a senior named Jonathan Freeman, who's a really good player for them. And then their senior quarterback, Deshaun Coleman, had a touchdown run in the third quarter. They got Callaway within one, and then they missed the extra point, and then Troop had the touchdown that I just mentioned to go up 21-13. to 13. So It was a fantastic night. I mean, the stands were full. It was uh, it was just a, it's a, it's a really fun rivalry. There's a lot of mutual respect between the two programs and between the coaches and and like I said, it's just two outstanding programs, and it's fun. Every time they play in the games are usually close, yeah. which it was again tonight. It's, just, it's one of those nights. I love being out of the football field. I've been doing this for 30 years now, and games like this, you know, they, they still get me as excited as I was, you know, 20, 30 years right. ago. It was so much fun. It was a great game. Well, we knew coming in that both these teams were good. Yeah. I don't think we learned anything – 
that changed that. You know, it was a great game. But now both teams turn their attention to their classification where both of them hope to play deep into the playoffs. What did you see today, Kevin, that maybe for these teams to have the season they want to have, what's got improved or what, or what really stood out? Well, honestly, nothing really changed for me. I mean, I knew both these teams were good. And for Callaway, I mean, you look at their – they opened the season against two of the top five teams in 4A mm-hmm. in Cedartown and, and Troop. And they won one of those games and were in another one. So as they look forward to their, you know, Region 5 AA schedule, that's got to be such a confidence builder. And Callaway's defense is really good. And they've got some veterans on offense, uh, including uh, Deshaun Coleman, a three-year starter at quarterback, who I mentioned a little bit ago. So uh, Callaway, I mean, like, Coach Pete Wiggins, he'll tell you, there are things they need to clean up. I mean, they had a couple of uh, turnovers that really cost them, some some key penalties at inopportune times. But that's kind of stuff that happens early in the season. And and Troop's kind of the same way. It was not a perfect game by any stretch. Uh, uh, they threw a pick six and then had uh, some other penalties that, that kind of cost them. But uh, honestly, I mean – I think both these teams are going to have incredible seasons, and I, I would not be stunned if both these teams end up in Mercedes Dunn's, yeah. you know, on championship yeah. day, whatever it is for them. And, you know, Callaway has one more. They play Heard County next week, and then they start the recent schedule. And, and Troop uh, is off next week before playing Whitewater in their region opener. And that's a really good region, Troop said, 4-4-A. I mean, you got LaGrange is outstanding troop, obviously. Uh, Stars Mill, Whitewater, Riverhead, just nothing but good programs. And Troop won that region last year, which is their first region title since 1987, mm-hmm. which was a year I graduated from high school, so that was a good year. <laughs> but, uh, but so, yeah, it's just, uh, I mean, this game was everything I thought it would be. And, uh, you know, I thought both teams are, are outstanding and, absolute championship contenders and and tonight showed that and our other team in troop county lagrange i think it's gonna be really good as well so i know in troop county we're blessed to have three really first class programs with first class coaches yeah so it's gonna be a fun season and they're gonna give you a workout down there folks if we talk with kevin eichelberry you can follow him uh, on social, Twitter, uh, at Kevin Eichelberry, all lowercase, sports director at BTV. What can people watch for and, and find you? Where, where are you posting all your stuff and people can find you during the week? We find a lot of stuff on our Facebook page. You just go to Facebook and, and search for uh, BTV Sports. You can find us there. That's where we – obviously we have our, our cable stations, but we put a lot of stuff on Facebook, interviews and game highlights and all that, all that good stuff. So – so I loved it. I've been doing that for about a year now, and it's a fantastic job. So, uh, and it's just uh, you know covering high school sports, which which is my passion. I love to do it, and and it's a great community to do it in here in Troop County. It truly is. It truly is. Always is. We thank you for spending some time with us on Friday night. We can't wait to wait to circle back with you uh, this season and some other times, and get a chance to uh, catch up with you then. But thank you so much for the time tonight, Kevin. Yeah, thank you. I'd like to thank you all for the show. This is an incredible thing for the for the state, and I, I know that I know the people really appreciate it. Well, we enjoy doing it because we know what it means to communities throughout our state, and and we salute you for the fine work you do as well. So thanks again right, tonight. Thank you.
Yeah, thank you so much. All right, that is Kevin Eichelberry down in LaGrange. He's up with you. Well, you got three teams like that in one county. You How know? about that? You know? How about another place with three good teams? Westlake just took the lead. <laughs> 30 seconds left. Westlake 46-41 over Cedar Grove. Man, what a ball game. And Locust Grove, first win in 26 games tonight, Day-Day. They lost 26 in a row. Locust Grove with the win tonight, baby. Whoa. All right, now. Stuff. <laughs> Great stuff, folks. All right, stay tuned. If you missed it earlier, coming up next, we're going to bring back school days. Rex Robinson, Marietta, and UGA legend uh, will join us. That's week. And then the top of the hour, maybe check with some coaches and get some more wrap-up of some of our games tonight. You stay with us on the scoreboard show, your high school scoreboard show, on Sports Radio, 929 The Game at 929thegame.com. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's that time in the show. Glad you're with us for Sports Radio 929's Game High School Scoreboard Show. Sam Crenshaw, Chris Parker. And, yeah, we always enjoy this time. Someone who, who played the game and lived this Friday night experience. Just get them to reflect a little bit, especially once they get a little removed from it. They accomplish things at a different level. You know, people sometimes they, don't ask They still it. like to talk about their days in high school. Well, yeah. And we got a first tonight, Sam. Yes. A first. Yes, we do. We've had, all, we've had quarterbacks. Running back, yeah, receivers, defensive line, offensive line. We, I don't think we've had a kicker. Have not had a kicker. All right, who we the got? First one. We, 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 had, we had a punter. We, had, we, we, we had, did we, have a punter. We, we had, did he count as a kicker? Had Drew Butler. Yeah, we punted. Well, he punted, and, and, he, and he was a kicker in high school. He was a punter, though, for the name. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. We're going to give Rex the, the, the inaugural okay. title for that. Yes, yeah. yes. Rex Robinson joins us now. Uh, welcome to the Scoreboard Show, Rex. How you doing today? I'm doing very well. How are you doing? We're doing great. We got you on. Man, man I am honored to be the first kicker. Yeah, don't I let Drew no Butler. Idea. Don't let Drew Butler tell you that he's a kicker. <laughs> he was known as a punter, okay? You're you're the well, first. Well, yeah, kicker. I mean, he was a, he was a very good uh, high school kicker, but uh, he was, yeah, yeah, he went on he went on to great fame with his punting, no yeah, doubt. Yeah, yeah. Um, Duncan, we are obviously a product of Marietta High School, a proud product of Marietta High School, and a great football program there. Thoughts about when you think about Friday nights uh, there at Marietta, what comes to mind for you? Well, 
you know, you and I uh, are about the same age. I was born in 1959, so I was an eight-year-old kid in Marietta, Georgia, when we won the state championship and uh, in '67, and um, uh, that that stood for a long, long time as the only school in uh, Cobb County that had won a, a state title. Um, and my brother and sister were actually in school at the time. Uh, my brother had just graduated in 66. My sister graduated in 68. So um, I was at a lot of those games and watched a lot of great players that went on to play. A couple at uh, Georgia Tech. Um, one went to, to Georgia for a while. Um, and so it was fun to watch those guys. Um, even getting up a couple of years later, Friday Richards, uh, playing, watching him play. Coach Friday. And then getting going out to uh, going down to Florida and having a great career. So. Um, a lot of tradition and really l- learned to love Marietta Blue Devils uh, at an early age. Rex, was there any one moment that stood out? Was there a time when you kicked the field goal to win the game or anything that stood out in your time there? Well, I'll tell you, I have to give a shout-out to a coach that is, is no longer with us. Um, but Sam may know this name because he was a tennis guy, and his name was Ken Carter. Yeah. Um, very, very uh, well-known tennis coach at Marietta High School for a long, long time. But he was the eighth grade PE teacher. And there were times when we would, um, you know, I'd kick around in, in class, you know, if the weather was good. And eighth grade was the first year I had played organized football in like five years. Uh, baseball was my first love. And but actually broke my arm the previous year. So it got me back into football. And um, Coach Carter was the first one to ever tell me, boy, whatever you do, you keep kicking that football. And it just meant a lot to me. And I was able to tell him years later that, you know, how much that meant to me for him to, to, to think that there was an opportunity there for me. And then Coach Ray Broadway was my head coach mm-hmm. and uh, was very supportive and made some decisions uh, and suggestions for me that really meant a lot and helped me to have the opportunities that I did after high school. But as a 10th grader, um, I played JV, and I had a 51-yard field goal against North Cobb. Yo, and, 51. Yeah, and back then in ninth and 10th grade, I could kick it a long way, but I never knew where it was going. <laughs> and that is still true for a lot of young kickers that were mm-hmm. are strong but just haven't quite gotten the technique down. And uh, I do coach a lot of guys, uh, and that's always a, a good sign when they have the explosiveness but just need to learn how to control it. But um, that actually got some, some attention. And uh, uh, Sam might remember also Don McClellan yeah. with Channel 2 came out to Marietta High School the next week to verify that his 10th grader had actually kicked a, a 51-yard field goal so they came to practice, and I had to do it over, do it again for the for the cameras, and I was able to. It took two or three tries, but I did it again for the camera, and it was on the news that night. And I think that was kind of what got me started in terms of having some some notoriety and and uh, attention, because recruiting was not like it it is right. now. It was, you know, you had to do something different or unique to get noticed, and uh, that, I think that's what started it for me. That's what was interesting to me, Sam, was that. I know how recruiting for kickers has changed immensely in the last 20 years. Rex can talk about that. I can only imagine it was people weren't even thinking to go recruit the hallways for kickers. So Marietta's right. on the cutting edge by doing this. 
yeah. by encouraging a kicker yeah. and then getting opportunities. So that that's interesting. Rex, what what do these guys have now that you're like, man, I wish I had that? Well, I mean, there's just no getting around the fact that they are so much better um, at an early age because they do have the opportunity to get some instruction. Uh, there are so many kicking camps around all over the country and a lot of competition at those t- types of things that create um, opportunities for guys that were just never there 40, 50 years ago. And um, I actually took some time off from coaching those guys because they were so focused in on the national organizations that mm-hmm. uh, actually hold out the hope of helping them get a scholarship. And my main focus has always been just to try to help the, the guy get better and to help his team on Friday nights. So um, I, I've dropped that up a little while, uh, maybe four or five years. But in the last two years, I've, the, the phone has started ringing again. And so, um, you know, I've maybe got a half a dozen guys that I've worked with this year and, and looking to uh, make contact with more folks um, as the season progresses because there's always young guys that come out for the first time you know, ninth graders, 10th graders. And, uh, you know, it's always good for the coach to have a pipeline <laughs> coming yes, behind them. Yeah, yeah, folks, we'll please be spending some time here in our school day segment with Rex Robinson, accomplished so much. Yes, uh, he was on the national championship team at University of Georgia. The dogs are kicking off tomorrow. He won the national championship in 1980. He's not once but twice a Playboy All-American coach. Yo. But we're not going to talk with him about that tonight. Why not? We, <laughs> no, <is> no. <laughs> no I, I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say. Uh, uh, the, the statute of limitations have run out, so I think I'm okay. But. I'm going to say that uh, Caleb Williams and Bryce Young and some of them are jealous that yeah. Rex got that opportunity and they didn't. Yeah, because that, that's not around anymore. Uh, talk about your, your, your style of kicking because it was still a relatively – New thing in, in the 70s. Uh, a lot of the guys you would see in the NFL were from other countries that were soccer right. players that were able to to kick. So talk about just a soccer-style kicker. I know the guys at DeKalb, where soccer was big, you know, your Kevin Butler's, your Chris right. Gardakis, and those guys. But thoughts a little bit about that time period. Well, I, um, for whatever reason, was, was really – really good at kickball in elementary school uh, at Westside elementary school in Marietta and was just, you know, noticeably different than, than the other kids. And so when, you know, 1966, seven, eight came around and, you know, Jan Stenerud and Pete and Charlie Gogolak and all these guys started coming into the league. Um, you know, we, we had uh, Falcon season tickets when they first came to Atlanta and, so I would see these guys on in person and on television, and I started trying to imitate what they were doing and um, just basically self-talk for a long, long time. And I actually did it both ways. I would kick straight on sometimes and kick soccer style sometimes, but you know, I could just kick it so much further, uh, soccer style. Um, like I said, I didn't always know where it was going to go. Um, and I also punted through high school, but um it was just something that I enjoyed doing. My both my brother and sister were much older, so I just did things that I could do, you know, on my own, and that was one of the things I enjoyed doing. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you take from from Friday nights? What what from the things, the lessons you learned through the Friday night experience? And, and Chris and I usually ask everyone who's been on with this that you kind of hold on to today. Um, some things that that you learned through the Friday night experience, be it the camaraderie, you know, be it the the, the, the you know the things of being 
uh, accountable and responsible, uh, just there and being part of the excitement and knowing the community in Northcutt uh, Stadium is such a special place uh, for a football game on Friday nights. Well, again, you know, there's so many places around the state that um, uh, that have that kind of tradition. You know, it's a small town. You know, Marietta is much bigger than it was then, but but you know, always having that that community um, that uh, kind of revolved around Friday nights and the football team, and it's still true uh, at Marietta, and I know it is. All, you know, different places around the state. And to grow up and then to be a part of it, you know, my my couple of years on the varsity, junior year was kind of uh, average year. But our senior year, we were 10 and 2. And Andy McCollum was uh, the quarterback. And we graduated together. And um, we had a really good team. And Coach Broadway had told me that I had a chance to play on the next level. So all I needed to do was kick. I had been a defensive, a backup defensive uh, tackle uh, all the way through high school. And he said, you know, you're, you don't need to, to do that. I don't want you to get hurt. And so I get a lot of flack because they retired my jersey and it's number 70. And you know, a, lot of the young, <laughs> a lot of the young kids say, man, what kind of number is that for a kicker? But, um, but kickers have all kind of crazy numbers now, so you never know. But um, but just to finish on a positive note like that, the only team, team that beat us um, our senior year, 1976 season, was Wheeler. And you remember how strong Wheeler was back in those days. That was with Corky Coach, Kell. Coach Corky Kell, yeah. 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 Um, so, you know, they, they never won a state championship, but they always went fairly deep in the playoffs. And uh, just some great, great players that went on and played in college and uh, – um, so we, you know, lost to them, uh, both, both pretty good games, um, one in the regular season and one for the region championship. So that was tough to swallow, but it, it was a really good year. Yeah. I'm looking at the schedule, his memory spot on. So yeah. um, they, they lost two games, they were 10 and two and, uh, both games, close games lost to Wheeler. Uh, <laughs> looked like a great season though. Several oh, absolutely. Uh, really close absolutely. games, several good teams. You're talking about some legends they played against and around his had to have been a good time to, to be a Blue Devil. Norcut Stadium was great then, wasn't it? I love Norcut Stadium. One of my favorite places to go. Well, it's a very unique spot. And, um, you know, they've renovated it in the last few years. And so it's a beautiful stadium. Uh, but it's always been uh, very unique because of, the you know, being kind of closed mm-hmm. in and, and the streets. Um, uh, it's just very uh, uh, cozy. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it, it, there, there is. There's nothing like it around. I'll tell you this, Rex, it's cozy when you're on the Marietta team. I was always on the other team. It wasn't always as cozy. My memory's a little different. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Coach, where did you you coach? I was at Sequoia. That time we played Marietta a few times. Yeah, we played them in the playoffs in 04, and we won at Northcutt, one of the best wins we ever had. Really? But they did. I I knew Sid uh, pretty well, and I coached some kickers from Sequoia. Yeah. We, fact, kick, we actually kicked the from field Sequoia goal. beat Marietta. We kicked the field goal to beat Marietta in the. Um, I coached that kid. Hey, well, I appreciate that, Rich. You did a good <laughs> job, man. <laughs> that happened twice to me. A McEachern kicker beat Marietta, and then that Sequoia kicker uh, beat Marietta. So, yeah, it happens. Yeah, we appreciated you. <laughs> we appreciate you spending some time tonight. People want to reach out to you. If somebody's listening, they got a young, they got a young person that's. Uh, that's a kicker and wants to reach out to you. How are people getting in touch with you? 
Well, I tell you, my primary focus these days is photography. I do a lot, lot, lot of family photography and portraits and headshots and different things like that. And uh, I've been in that for you know four or five years. Um, but um, I'm really easy to find online. Uh, you know, my website is rexrobinsonimages.com. And um, but I'm, I'm. You, I know you always tell folks that I'm that whoever's on with you is social. I'm not super social on Twitter, okay. but I'm very social on Facebook and I'm very social on Instagram. Okay. Um, so I'm easy to find and uh, would welcome the opportunity to talk to anybody about either one of those things, photography or uh, working with a young kicker. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, we thank you for spending some time and just talking about your school days. Uh, it's a great conversation. And to me, it's time well spent. And you, you know, you certainly deserve it. And uh, thanks so much for spending some time with us today. Thanks, Ray. Yes, sir. I appreciate it very much. All right. That is you guys great. take care. You too now. You too now. Uh, great story, man. Had the people come out as, as on a JV 51-yarder. 51 yards. In 1974? Yep, on a JV. 1974, 51-yards? Yikes. Some people kicked it twice. They could have kicked it, <laughs> pick it up, kicked it again. It wouldn't go 51 yards. <laughs> Uh, just, just a great, just great spending some time. Great story. All right, we got some folks ready to check in with us at the top of the hour. We got some updates from some games, some halftime updates. That's coming up. You stay with us for more of the scoreboard shows. We head into the nine o'clock hour here on Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929TheGame.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.